Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my. It's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. And PK is here with us tonight. She's going to be joining us at the beginning of the show. How you doing, PK? Oh, let's put it this way. I'd like to take a sabbatical someplace that they'll numb me up for a while and I can come back and feel great. <laughs> Not happening, well, you... but I'm waiting <laughs> Well, I think you're going to get your opportunity tonight with our tremendous guest who we've both been looking forward to, psychic medium Michelle Clare, who we're going to bring on in a couple of minutes. So, yes, I think she and and you need to meet tonight, so you'll be first to talk with Michelle. And oh. if you want a reading from Michelle, then just call in to our number, 563 563- Nine 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 three five three nine. Again, that's five six three nine 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 three five three nine. And be sure to pick up a copy of the book. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. This month, you should be getting some indication from your assessors what they're going to value your property at, which will tell you how much you're going to have to pay in property taxes. But as I've mentioned before, attorney Patricia Quintilian has written a great book. She's going to help you figure all of this out and see if you should pay a visit to your assessors and get your assessment adjusted. And if that doesn't work, there are many other options for you. So get that book. It's on Amazon.com. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. And a couple of other books you may want to consider. Opus Mago Cabalisticum. It is the first and only translation from Old German. It's a theosophical treatise. It is amazing. And it was translated by the, the chair of the German uh, department at Smith College. And it's an amazing book that Lon Duquette also mentioned he saw in the amazing library, the Harry Potter-style library that he saw, there was that book. We had it translated, and you can pick it up on Amazon. So those two books. And also Lon has a great book. If you want to laugh out loud, Lon is your guy. And he wrote a book called My Life with the Spirits. It is hilarious. So I highly recommend that as well. If you're looking for unusual Christmas gifts or just want to entertain yourself or learn something new, then those three books are at the top of my list for all of you. So tonight we have a special guest who's generously offered to speak with our listeners and do some live readings. So let me tell you who we have tonight. So Michelle 
Claire is a certified medium, an angel intuitive, a spiritual coach, energy healer, and three-time near-death experiencer and survivor. She receives messages from loved ones who have crossed over, as well as angels and life guides. Now, Michelle lives in Phoenix, Arizona, with her husband, three teenagers, and several dogs. I don't know how she does it all. And she's connected with one of her angels. She did connect with one of her angels during her first near-death experience. She met her three life guides during her third near-death experience, and she's with us tonight. Michelle, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Patricia. Hi, PK. Thank you so much for having me tonight. Well, thank you so we're much. Thrilled. Definitely we thrilled are. to have you with us tonight. Yes, yes. Yeah. We need all of this insight, and it's so important to uh, to listen to what the angels have to say, our guides have to say. We're going to find out more about you also for our new listeners, but I know PK is first on the list to speak with you tonight. So why don't you ladies go ahead? Okay. Oh, Michelle, I'm so grateful that you're going to chat with me tonight because all I can say is I feel like the devil. And I don't mean that, mean that literally. But I, I just don't know what to do anymore. I, between my, my back, they fixed the, I had a fractured spine. They did something on that. I, but it's, I've got like a grip around my waist, like an iron jaw twisting. It's creating some severe stomach issues, and uh, I can't uh, can't seem to get back on my feet. This has been going on now for about eight weeks. Yeah, I am so sorry to hear that you're going through that. Um, when I'm tapping into the energy of your body, the first thing that I'm feeling is, is your nervous system is truly out of alignment. So I feel like some of these things that are happening are flare-ups or spin-offs of being out of alignment. So I still get cranial sacral uh, therapy from when I had a head injury 10 years ago. I would say that that feels like something that would be very gentle and easy and helpful for you. Um, the other thing, too, that you're, you're – um, so really being grabbed or feeling like you're in a clamp around the waist also for me indicates that feeling of being stuck and feeling stuck, right? It's like somebody's holding you in place. So the message from your angels today is try to see options and opportunities. So even if this is like you're pulling up to the grocery store, all of a sudden you're like, okay, there are four different spots I can park my car in. I have options. Because as we tend to visualize more options and more opportunities in life, it loosens that, loosens the stuck feeling, um, which is part of going into this. Now, obviously, I always advise people to check in with their doctors, get the medical care or scans or tests that they need. Um, but there is a little bit of this that is somewhat energy, although mostly physical, and it does feel connected to your nervous system in general. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, it, it's debilitating. I've been on a walker. I can't, I can't hardly get myself up in that. And for me, that's, that's even more devastating than the problem itself because I feel totally closed down. And I think that's the major yeah. issue. I can't go forward. Mm-hmm. I'm locked in. Right. Um, the feeling of being locked in. Absolutely. And so that's why Spirit's saying with the 
the ability to just in the small ways that you can right now see options, see opportunities, even if it's like you go into the kitchen, well, you have three different chairs you could sit in, or you have four different seats on the couch. So start seeing the, the visualizing the options and opportunities around you, because that will help to loosen up the energetic stuck feeling. Um, the other thing okay. though, that I feel really strongly is I feel Archangel Raphael really working around you. And it's interesting because there are two places that I feel it. I feel it in your lower spine and I feel it up at the base of your neck where I feel like the energy is starting. It's somewhat a little bit stuck, but it's starting to move. And so, um, I want to say, I feel, I wouldn't be surprised if you start feeling tingling, um, along your spine, but that would be a great thing because that is the energy moving for you um, and maybe even some warmth coming, coming through. Sounds wonderful, dear. Thank you so much. And you're one of yeah. the few people I would rely on to, for the information to deal with this at this time. You're a darling. Thank you so very, very much. Oh, thank you. You're, you're so welcome. Um, when we get done later tonight, I, I'm actually going to set aside time just to truly work on sending you healing energy and, and focus on those areas for you. Thank you, dear. I appreciate it greatly. And I know everyone else is going to be able to call in tonight and get your advice. They're going to be very, very fortunate because you are so very special. Thank you, darling. No. Thank you. Okay, PK. Um, thank you for sharing all of that, too, with all of us. We've all been so concerned about you. So I know Michelle has been sent here like the angel she is, and that is great. So you have a lot to look forward to tonight with good energy coming your way. I'll take every so ounce of it. Thank you. <laughs> you know, be on your feet before you know it. Yes, go ahead. Let's talk about good energy for a minute because I think that's a great a great um, topic um, tonight. Because with that being said, I consider when you're praying for someone, that is good energy too, right? So there's a reason why prayers work and why people who are being prayed for do better and recover faster because it's truly a form of sending beautiful, loving, healing energy to them, and so source, God, the divine, Um, they don't care if we're doing Reiki or if we're praying or what form of beautiful, loving, healing energy we're sending. Just know that it's always being sent and that your prayers work and your prayers help. That's important. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. We're going to get more into the healing aspect of your work a little bit later for sure. And let me pull this lady on the show. I think this may be Shatira. 510 area code. Uh, no, this is Tasha. Hi, is this Shatira? No, this is Tasha. Oh, hi. Well, you're now live on the air with Michelle. Do you have a question for her? Yes. Um, what is my angel name? Mm, very interesting. Well, you have a couple that, that show up. So you have a very strong female angel that comes in, and you also have um, and a male angel. So we are all connected um, with our angels before we are born. Everyone has at least gar- one guardian angel. With you, there are two angels. Um, it's interesting because she's not giving me a name, but it wants to. She's showing me gold, so like a golden light. 
I want to say there's a G sound to her name, so I'm not exactly getting it. Sometimes our angels' names are not human names. Sometimes they're tones. Sometimes they're sounds. Sometimes they are different. But there's a G and a female is your um, is your main um, guardian angel. With that being said, pay attention when you are finding pennies because she's showing me copper pennies as a sign that she's sending to you. But I also wouldn't be surprised if you get some golden orbs in pictures or um, it's interesting. I just feel like you're going to find gold colored things as a sign from her that she's around. Okay. Hopefully gold coins. This would be a great time again right. to find some gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does she have any messages? Yeah. She, yeah, she says to tell you. So, okay, so there's weight on your heart. So I don't know if this is emotional weight, but I need to acknowledge the heart energy. So, you know, and we all have it, right? Okay. Because life happens. Um, so, but I feel like there's more weighing on your heart right now than normal times of the year or other times possibly. So she's really talking to you very sweetly, very kindly about loving yourself, taking care of yourself. And some of the the emotional weight that you're carrying on your heart she's she's asking you to lay that down she's saying it's not serving you and it's not helping um the people you're worrying about or the situation so so there's truly this energy of be kind to yourself and i can feel that you are a very very loving person so you tend to live life from a place of love her energy for you would be love yourself the way you love others um, because you get a little hard on yourself is what she's telling me. There's also, it's very interesting too, because I have to tell you, she's showing me, um, almost like flashing lights as a sign that she's around. So I wouldn't be surprised if your bathroom lights or your kitchen lights flicker or something, but there's, there's really the sign of her wanting to connect with you and to help you love yourself and be gentle on yourself. Um, she says for me to tell you, um, the burdens on your heart or the heaviness, whatever this heavy energy is that I want to talk about, um, she says for me to tell you that a lot of it is not yours and you don't need to carry it. So um, there's an energy she wants to give you. So she says, so I'm going to keep going with her for a minute if you're okay with that. She says, headed into 2022, this is your year for personal freedom. So personal Yay. freedom is a huge word <laughs> for you, okay? Yes. Um, I'm so happy she's hopefully, talking to me. Hopefully you're going to find a bag of golden coins from her, so that will help with your personal freedom. But the other part that would, is really important about this is it's personal freedom for you to let go of stories or ideas or things that you've told yourself that are not serving your highest good. So this is really you stepping into a new you, where you're saying, yep. I am loved, I yep. am here, I am worthy of being here. You know what? You deserve the best. There's no reason you don't. So personal freedom, it is going to surround you this year. So I want you to take every opportunity for personal freedom that benefits your higher good and that you can enjoy because this is what this year is about. You've been a giver for a very, very, very long time. 2022 is about giving to you and accepting your gifts from the universe. <laughs> Thank you. What a beautiful yeah, message. You're so welcome. He's right. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to move on. Me. I have area code, let's see, 503. Let's see who this That's is. That's me. That's you. 
Because oh. I, I had got hung up and called back, so oh, yeah, this is Shatira, right? The Shatira, it's me. Yeah. Shatira, beautiful that was name. Five one zero, Oakland. Yeah. Okay, um, so what is your question hey. for Michelle? So hey, Michelle. So um, I'm going through a lot, hey. and uh, I was just dating this guy. I'm trying to see if you feel like. It's actually over, and did he truly care and love for me, or was I just being used the whole time? Okay, so that's there's a lot there. So um, here's the thing. It's not totally over. I feel like there's a very strong likelihood it could start up again, but I will be very clear with you, that does not feel like that's in your highest good. So. I don't feel like you were being used, but I feel like he always loved, prioritized, and put himself first. Um, mm-hmm. I do not feel that that pattern will ever change, or it will, mm-hmm. maybe, but it's going to take a lot of work. Um, and so this is really about, for you, um, I, so a lot of times we go through relationships, and if they don't work out, we feel like it's a loss, we wasted our right. time. That's not how spirit world works. Spirit says, nope, you learned, you grew, you did have some good experiences, you did have some fun times. So I never want people to think of a relationship that might not work out as a loss. It's not. That's not how spirit thinks. For you, I do feel like there's potential for you to get back together. I do not feel like that's in your highest good, though. I think this is, this is your turn to say, nope, I deserve more. I deserve somebody that is committed to me 100%, my happiness, my growth, growing together. Um, you were very much the giver and the caretaker in this relationship. You need somebody that's a partner, not somebody who um, needs you to take care of them. Okay, and then I found out, like, he was dealing with another woman is, did he stray because, um, I'm not trying to give him excuses, but, I'm like, did he stray because I, w- I was disrespectful and then it wasn't, like, peaceful and it was just, like, argument after argument? You know, I am sure that he might have told you something like that, but actually he strayed because of who he is, not because of who you are. So that's important for you to know because he's very sorry, set in his that? ways. Yes, he strayed. Because of who he is, not because of who you are. So I want you to be really aware that, um, yeah, things weren't peaceful, but what spirit often does is they make things uncomfortable for us to the point where we say, oh, wait, I don't think I want to be in this situation anymore. Um, And so it's okay to know what you don't want because that also points you in the direction of what you do want. But the energy with him is, I need to be real clear, this isn't about you. This is about him. This is about his own insecurities, his need to feel like everyone is taking care of him and bowing down to him. And so um, he might have told you this is because you're, you're, you know, you're too strong-willed or you argue with me. It's not. This is about him. He just wants to put the blame on you. So one way for you to empower yourself is to not accept that. That's actually not the right. story. This is a do story he, about um, him and his character. Do he is he do he have strong feelings for this other person? Uh, I'm going to be really honest with you. The only person I think he has strong feelings for is his, himself. Mm. 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 Do you see him reaching out to me? 
I do, and that's why I'm telling you there's a chance that you'll get back together, but I do not believe that's in your highest good. Right. Do you know, like, how long it would take? Um, I, they're telling me between three to five weeks at the latest, so it could be sooner than that. Oh, okay. So do you see me moving on? I hope so. That would be my, my <laughs> hope for you because 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 I know you deserve more and you deserve right. better. So I that is my hope for you. Now, you have free will. You could choose to dive right back in. But what the energy is telling me about this situation is change is not likely. Yeah, it might, you guys might go back into a honeymoon period for a month or two or three. But then things right now, because of his energy, are going to cycle back into what you don't want. So with human free will, we can stay and we can make things work for a long, long time. But that doesn't mean it's in your highest good. So here's the thing. If you loved yourself, truly loved yourself the way that you love, I don't know, your family, your kids or him, you wouldn't want yourself in this relationship. Because you would know you deserve better. Right. Right. Um, this is uh, not a loss. This is a big no, moment for you. This is a big moment for you to say, you know what? I deserve the best, and I'm not going to settle for less. This is a very big moment in your life where you have this chance to write a whole new book, and you're getting a clean slate, and you can now um, – you're actually now in a spot where you can be loved by someone who truly loves you. So I don't want to see you miss this opportunity, and I'm not saying that people can't change. They can, but his energy is pretty solid in who he is. Right. So we have like a mishap. Do Is he having any – Is he? he's not holding himself accountable for anything that happened? I'm not really feeling that. No, I think he's a good finger pointer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, let me be really clear. What you've seen is what you will get. That's what the energy tells me. So you need to decide, do I want to keep eating at this restaurant or is it time to, <laughs> to upgrade to another Do you feel like once I walk away, once I walk away, will he regret losing me? Because uh, uh, it's his loss. Will he actually regret it? It is his loss. I don't know. I don't know if he will because he's mostly interested in himself. Um, and and this is what I would say. Um, on the human level, we want to feel like people regret it and miss us and they're sorry. On the soul level, your soul is telling you you need to do what's right for you, whether he ever sees it, regrets it, or not. Um, right. So, so truly, this is about you. Um, and this is about you living the life that you deserve, having the partner that you deserve. There's a chance he will regret it, but to me, it's 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 a low chance. I want to say 20% or less because because he's so busy pointing fingers at everyone else. He's never going to say what was my role in this not working out. Well, you have a lot to think about, Shatira. That's Michelle is giving you some great insight. Yeah, you know, and and I want you to think about it on a uh, on one more level. Spirit doesn't say now is the time to leave or you need to stay longer. That's not how spirit works. 
Um, that's humans. Humans are like, what are you still doing? You should have left months ago or give it another shot, right? Spirit says you'll leave when the time is right for you, right? So there is divine timing that always takes place. I just hate to see you put yourself through more um, unnecessary lessons or disrespect because I feel like you already know you deserve more. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, well, good and you luck need to turn this around. Yeah. yeah. Turn it around definitely. and realize that, that it's his issue that he can't love you the way you deserve to be loved. It's not that you're unlovable. Right. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you for your call, Shatira, yeah. and good luck. Thank you. Ending relationships is never easy, is it, Michelle? No, it's not. It's never easy. And and I I would say that I feel like right <clears throat> because I'm a medium, so I work with people who've had relationships end by death or transition all the time. But every day in life, people are faced with small deaths small ends of relationships, whether that's losing a job, losing, um, you know, a friendship, losing. We're always faced with these moments where we feel like something has died, Um, whether someone has literally left the earth plane or it's, you know, something else. And so, so with that being said, we always have the opportunity to take the best of that situation with us as we choose to move forward. Or we know people who choose to stay stuck in the situation, and we know some people who choose to always look behind them, right, and not and not right. face to the future. So, so one thing we will always have the gift of is opportunity. And, and although it's hard, it doesn't mean it's the end because as the universe works, sometimes it moves people, places, and situations out of our life because the best is right ahead of us. And, and in five years, you're going to say, oh, my God, what a blessing it was. But that ended. I didn't know life could be so good. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, let's get Jane on the air. Let's see. Yes. Exactly. Hi, Jane. Yeah, that's right. All right. Do well, you let's have get Jane on the air? And why am I getting feedback? Hi, Jane. Jane, are you yeah. here? Yes, I do you, am. Do you have your? Do you have your? Um, are you listening to the radio show? You got to turn that off. Uh, okay, I'm I'm going to go in another room. Okay. All right. So Jane's going to another room, so we will not have feedback. That's a good thing. <laughs> Why am I hearing myself? Well, that's, yeah, that wasn't the feedback we were looking for. We wanted to hear what Spirit said, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, oh, I'm delighted that I got through, and um, so um, mine's just a little bit different, but um, I had a younger sister uh, that passed away um, suddenly uh, two years ago this June. So at 9.30 in the morning, I spoke to Cynthia, who was already uh, in the hospital for other things, uh, but, you know, physically she was fine. And so 9.30 in the morning, you know, she's telling me, you know, okay, they're going to let me out Friday. And I was like, oh, good, thank God. And she says, yeah, yeah. And then she said, "Uh, all right, now I have to go because I have to get a lot of things together. And the next call that I got 
was that they found my sister in her bed at 2.45 in the afternoon and she passed away. So, mm. so it's been, like I feel like it's hard to say, but I will tell the truth. You know how you physically feel sometimes that your heart is breaking? It's a physical yes. feeling. It, it's not my imagination. I actually feel it in my chest, and I I think it's just because I didn't have a chance to, I don't know, was I supposed to do more, or are there things that, you know, she wanted to tell me, and I think that's, like, what's on my mind. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's connect with her, and, and let me tell you a couple things first, okay? Um, that energy okay. where you're saying you feel like your heart is literally breaking, I want you to imagine the angels literally, like, vacuuming that dirty energy out of your chest, letting them take that energy from you. Because we actually do start developing physical problems um, if we don't release that energy. So, so please okay. start giving them, you know, before you go to sleep at night, ask your angels in. Ask them to take this heavy energy. Ask them to take this heartbreak from you. And let them start lightening that load because we all have a team that is working with us, okay? Then with your sister, okay. let me okay. tell you a couple things that they're telling me about her. Um, well, first of all, her energy is fun. So I feel like she's a fun sister, so I have to acknowledge yes. that. The other thing that I yes. want to say about that is they're telling me that so she had one more exit point coming up after this. And so what this feels like to me is that if she had left the hospital, she would have had something um, very crippling happen. And on a soul level, her soul chose to leave when it was easier and more peaceful, then this other thing would have been long and drawn out. So I don't know if we're talking a stroke or what we're talking here, but it feels like <laughs> she would have needed a lot of care. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so on a soul level, there's a soul decision that was, that was made by her. This was done to make it easier on the family, although I realized that it was unexpected. Um, there was also some, some give and take in this, right, where she was kind of like, but this will be easier for my family and this will be. So, so I feel that energy. The other thing I need to tell you from her is she's telling me to tell you she doesn't want you to think there's something you didn't say or should have said or you didn't get to say goodbye because her energy for you is there are no goodbyes. I'm still your sister. I'm still right here. So I also have to acknowledge how much you talk to her think to her, um, share things with her because she's acknowledging this open communication between the two of you. She's also making mm-hmm. you feel like she has recently moved something in your house. So I don't know if you've had um, a picture uh, frame, you know, fall over, not break, but move, or if you've had a um, – I don't know. I just have to talk about movement. Like you're sure you set your glasses down on this counter and it's on the other side of the kitchen. But there's energy of her moving things around your house. So she wants you to know that that's one way that you know um, that she's around. She's also telling me to tell you she gets to live vicariously through you. So the energy of feeling like we want to stay on the couch and shut the door and never leave the house again it, that is very real, but that's not what our loved ones in spirit say. Our loved ones in spirit say, go live your life so that I can learn and live with you too. So there's that energy mm-hmm. coming in. Um, she also shows me pink roses, so they're kind of a hot pink. So I've got to tell you, it's like a lot of 
Um, pink always represents love when I see it, but it's a very hot, sisterly, bright sun kind of love is the energy that she's giving me for you. So I would, um, I also want to tell you from her. Um, so do, where does the number two come in? Were there two girls? Did she have two kids? She gives me the number two. Uh, the number two, she had three children. She, okay. She were you, were two there, boys and you, a girl. Okay. For you, though, were you and her two sisters? Or, I mean, is there another oh, yeah. sister or was it the two of you? Uh, there uh, is another sister, so there were three of us. Okay. So the threes run in the family with kids. Uh, so I gotta get, I just got to stick to the number two because that's what she's telling me. So I don't know if it's the two of us, if two of you were closer and one sister was more on the outside uh, yeah. or what that looks like. Uh, but, uh, the, I think that's exactly what that you're right, that Cynthia and I were really close. Yeah, she gives me an energy of almost like you guys were twins, even though I know you're not twins, but there's an energy of like you really, you were kind of the same soul in two bodies. You have so much in common. So I I have to acknowledge um, that from her, okay? Um, The other thing, too, is um she's so she's making me feel like if you haven't recently had a dream visit you have a dream visit coming up so i need to acknowledge dreams connected to her um and did no actually get a new car or have a car issue because she's bringing up a car 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 a car okay a car issue it might be one of her she kids did. but i uh actually i'm just all of a sudden could it be me yeah, it could be you. If you're having a car issue or thinking of getting a new car, um, it's either you or her kids. It's going to be someone in her tight-knit circle that I need to address. So okay. she's just bringing that up. Okay. okay. Um, yes. Also, she says she sends you a lot of music, so pay attention to the songs that come on. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of connection between the two of you. It's interesting because what I want what I want to say from her is I'm right here. I'm right here. Like, I feel like you're going through your day and you're feeling like she's far away or not connected. And she's like, I'm right here. I'm right here. Yeah. This is her energy. <laughs> and that sounds yeah. like her. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like she's always tapping you on the shoulder. Like, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. Also, I feel like you're going to see her name or her initials. So you might see them on license plates. You might see them on billboards. But she's giving me like a name, letter, word connection. So I feel like you're going to see... Um, significant initials or her name coming up a lot. So her energy for you is please don't grieve to the point that you make yourself sick because I am still right here. Amazing. My God. Well, I mean, that's like so good to hear, especially at this time of the year. Something happens in the holidays. Sometimes we go backwards instead of forwards. And, mm-hmm. you know, and you, yeah, and you, you know, you just think of these things and, um, but it's so, I think that's what I had to hear. It's so hard. I mean, I have a big family and this, and I have her kids and, you know, but then you're alone and you're just wondering about everything, but everything you said absolutely sounds like her. And I guess they do have the power to get back to us. Right, Michelle? Well, it's actually that they never leave us. So there's nothing to get back to. So when they, they leave their body, but their love, their connection, and their relationship with us, that always continues on. So 
So the human side of us says, oh, my gosh, I don't see their physical body. They're gone. The soul says they're standing right here. I'm still connected to you. I know what you had for breakfast. So it's not about them coming back to us. It's about us realizing that they actually never left. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that a whole lot better. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it changes everything, right? Yeah, when you can see it that yeah. way. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's just so comforting because I love her to be around and and you know and I've got her kids and you know and um, and this is like the best call, the best time of the year, and I can't thank you enough um, because uh, it's just it's just such a help to hear it from somebody else, you know. Oh, it's such an honor and a pleasure to connect with you. And, and really, I mean, your message is so important for you, but it's so important for everyone because this time of year, so many of us are missing the people that have transitioned and we think, oh, my gosh, they're not connected. And that's, but that's the human side of us. It's not what spirit says. Spirit says, I'm right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't know. Thank you so much, and um, and I know this is recorded, and I'm going to listen to it and pass it on to the kids and just make everybody feel, you know, a whole lot better. But the things that you mentioned are definitely, my sister, a lot of fun telling me here. I don't know how many times she would call and say, hey, it's me. I'm okay. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 She's still doing uh, that. And also um, – there's going to be an energy, too, and I don't know if this is for you or the kids, where somebody's either going to get, like, a text that has her name in it that's random or a phone call from, like, a number that's 0000. Um, but there's, she's playing with the electronics. And, and I also need to tell you from her, thank you so much for everything you're doing. Um, you, you, you are so much more than her sister. You're her best friend. Always have been, she says, and you always will be. Yep. Okay, well, um, thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is like the best thing ever. You're so welcome. Thank you for your call, Jane. Thank Thank you, too, Patricia. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. Oh, my. It's so hard. We we think we're losing someone because you can't see them anymore. So... So much, so much love and joy when you understand that they didn't leave at all. That's a great message, Michelle. Yeah, it, it, and it is hard, right, because we grieve their physical bodies. And we're like, you know, I liked it a lot better when you were here to help take out the trash or help with the kids or, you know, go for long yes. walks, whatever it is. Um, exactly. And so there is – the grief is real, and we have to process that on a human level that – the part that helps us process that is to realize that they have not left us and that relationship has not ended. Right. That's so beautiful. Okay. Well, let's get Deborah on the air here. Let's see. Hi, Deborah. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. And Michelle, you are definitely tuned into the angel realm. So my question is, can you tell me what angel or angels may be around me? And the other part is if you see any significant events coming up for me in 2022. 
Yeah. So I've, I've got to start with the first angel that I feel coming in for you is Archangel Gabriel. Now, there's an interesting connection here because that angel and that energy I'm feeling for you has to do with work or new adventures in a career or starting a business or entrepreneur. So I'm not sure um, what you're doing for work right now, but I have to tell you there's growth and expansion coming in. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, the energy with that, too, is to tell you that that starts around March. So I believe that will start in March 2022. It might start a little bit before that, but it's gonna, it'll get rolling um, by March. So I need to acknowledge that for you. Um, the other thing, too, is that with this beautiful Archangel coming in, um, I'm really supposed to tell you that this is a point in time. So, um, okay, <laughs> the energy is this. Sometimes you might want to daydream about stuff, and then you think, oh, no, that's silly. I should work harder. The energy is, no, no, no. Spend that time daydreaming. Keep staying in your daydream a little bit longer because as you daydream and create what you want to see in friends, family, work, and relationships, it actually gives spirit, the universe, our energy to work with and creating that and manifesting and bringing it in. So um, part of the message for you is going to be don't worry about being logical. Stay in your daydream a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> let me see what else I'm getting for you. So daydreams important. Yeah, I don't know if you like to have – there's an energy, too, where you like to have things lined up and the plan and the checklist. And so that's probably why you like to hop out of your daydream because you're like, but what does my list say or what does my plan say? Uh, Spirit says we've got you covered. Keep sending us the energy to work with. Now, with that being said, are you in a relationship right now? Um, not at the moment. I am not. Okay, because they're giving me the month of June for you for heightened relationship energy. So, Beautiful. with that being said, I think there's a chance that by June, now you might meet this person a little bit sooner than that, but June at the latest, there's definitely relationship energy coming in for you. Right now, um, that's kind of good because it's on the back end of the, the growth spurt with work. And, and that's important because this, the very first few months of January 2022 um, in February are really about you centering yourself and grounding in the new environment, the new atmosphere, the, the um, I just want to say the newness. So I don't necessarily feel like you're moving or anything like that, but it's a new year. It's a new energy. It's a new place for you. And these daydreams that you're going to be having, you're going to be grounding yourself in these daydreams. So I think that between work amplifying in March and a relationship coming in June, the first part of the year is the time for you to just be really stable um, with yourself and what you want to see happen. Now, um, they're also showing me, I don't know, um, did you recently have any problems with your cell phone or get a new phone or something like that? Because for some reason they're showing me a cell phone. Well, um, it, it's a minor problem in that I'm on someone's plan and they ran out of data, but they understood why it happened. So it wasn't like anything major. Okay, that's fine. I like that. I just That's just spirit's way, right? There's no one else I've talked to tonight that I've brought up their cell phone. <laughs> that is just spirit's way of saying we're tapped into you and into your life and into your energy. So they're aware if there's a cell phone issue or whatever this is, they're also aware of they want you to trust them with your bigger plans, okay? Um, I see yeah. two cherub angels around you, so I also need to acknowledge two cherub angels. 
When I see the cherub angels, they represent one of two things, um, a very joyful person or a need for more joy in someone's life. Um, I believe you are joyful, and I would tell you stay on that path to joy because as you are, are making space to feel that joy within yourself, you're actually also giving the energy of more positive energy for the universe to work with and to bring together the things you want. So are you expecting, because here's something I have to tell you, that by this time next year, life is going to look very different than it does now, but in a better way, because that's what spirit is showing me. Yeah, so did you ask me if I'm expecting? Yeah, are you expecting life to look different this time next year, but in a much more um, leveled up way? Well, I, I don't see anything on the horizon, but you're, you're really hitting some spot-on things. Number one, the issue with the cell phone. And then um, number two, when you were talk, <laughs> talking about daydreaming, because I do spend a lot of space there, but not like, um, what do I want to say? Not just vegging out. It, it's when I feel like there is actually transmissions from the spirit world, so I allow my sort of logical mind to be anesthetized and then there's like spirit messages that come in so I do spend a lot of time Mm -hmm. but then sometimes when I come out I say all right you know how much stuff you have to get done I mean really (laughs) so you're right about that checklist so go ahead okay so spirit's message for you when you're in that daydream or that meditative state because that's kind of what I would call that stay there just a little bit longer sit with it soak Mm -hmm. it in feel it notice it because what they'll do is they'll start transferring that information over into your busy time when you're working on your list and and you'll be like oh wait i just got an uh, information from spirit um but that's really an important place for you to be the next couple of months because that's where you're creating the rest of next year is in these next few months so just daydream play with it think about it but i will tell you Spirit's energy for you is this time next year, things are going to look quite different, but in a beautiful, upgraded way. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, what a, um, what a great gift you have, and thank you so much for the message. You were spot on, and um, I, I definitely am a joyful person, but like with any joyful person, you also hit some of the valleys, but um, I do like spreading joy to people. So thank you so much for your message. That was wonderful. No, you are so welcome. Have a beautiful evening. Yeah, you too. Thank you for your call, Deborah. Thanks. Bye bye. Great. Well, it's it's nice to be able to tell people they have something good to look forward to, isn't it? (laughs) Well, yes. Yeah, it is. And you know what? So let's be real here. A lot of times spirit, that's where they want us to focus on the good things that are coming and, um, And because too often in this world, especially right now, we get stuck focusing on bad things and fear and, um, you know, what ifs in a negative way, but there are so many what ifs in a great way too. So we have to have that balance. Yeah, okay, that could go wrong, but this could really go right. Yes, yes, exactly. All right. Well, we still have people to talk to tonight, so let me pull on area code 44. Three. Let's see who this is. Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Do you have a question for Michelle tonight? Yeah, I would love to have any anything for my greater good, either a message, medium, anything like that would be good. Whatever I need okay. to hear, my message for tonight. Okay. Um, 
But Suzanne, ha, has your dad already transitioned? If not, I want to say I'm with a older male, so yes. above you, so yes. grandfather. Okay, so probably dad then is where I want to start since that's the first thing I was feeling. Um, okay, where does the number one come in around you? Are you the first, the oldest, the only I'm daughter, the, first, the one closest? Okay. First daughter, so closest, given, and my birthday's January. Okay, so we can connect that number one to a lot of things. So beautiful. Know that right. that's also going to be a way he connects with you. You probably see a lot of 1111s or 111s on the clocks, on yes. license plates. Um, it's always dad um, sending that to you. There's also this energy to where I have to say he has a very, very sweet spot for you in his heart. So even if you're the first oldest daughter, um, you're the baby in a way. You guys have a yes. very strong soul connection that I, I have to acknowledge. The other thing I have to tell you is I feel him sending you a lot of coins. So pay attention to finding pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters. That's going to be dad's, uh, another way that dad lets you know that he's around. So for you, okay. um, I'm supposed to tell you, from dad, this next year is about taking it easy on yourself, mentally easy on yourself, okay? I'm also supposed uh-huh. to tell you that you need to keep moving. So I don't know if you're someone who exercises or runs or whatever, but there's this energy of physically moving to keep your body energy flowing. So I need to talk about you physically moving, going for walks, whatever that looks like, um, but then being easier on yourself mentally, okay? Um, there's okay. also a little bit, too, where I, where Dad is telling me to tell you, um, did you have a dog transition or a small cat? Because I want to acknowledge him having a dog or a small dog or a cat with him. There's a, I just have to put that It wouldn't there. be a cat, um, but there might be dogs, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I got to acknowledge that. Um, and that, so the other thing with dad too, um, he's telling me that you're going to have travel coming up. So this feels like it's between March and June. Um, so I would expect that if you haven't already, you might have some before that too, but between March and June, there's going to be travel or a trip. It does not feel work related. It feels like a vacation or, or family time. Um, I'm just seeing where else he wants to go with this. So there's a little bit, okay, when he was talking earlier about being um, kind to yourself and appreciating yourself this year, I want to say I feel like there are a couple people in your life who truly are not appreciating you for who you are. So that might, those might be relationships where you want to add a little distance or um, boundaries are not a bad thing. I need to tell you that. Boundaries are not a bad thing. So instead of talking to somebody who's draining your energy for three hours, you might say, hey, I've got 10 minutes. What do you, <laughs> well, what can I help you with? But there's, there's an okay. energy of you bringing in some more, some more boundaries. Also, he's showing me the color green. So I don't know if you have another connection to green. Um, but I with me, mine. that energy also. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, so green. So there's a flow of green coming in. Um, so I feel like money is going to flow to you more smoothly this year. Okay. Okay, it feels like it's going to be in unexpected ways, too. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if this is like, oh, surprise, you're getting a bonus at work or, or what this is, but it feels unexpected money flow is, is the energy okay. he's giving me. Okay. Um, okay. Let me just see what else he's showing me. Um, okay. Well, he's showing me a diamond. So I don't know if that's a birthstone or if you have something that's a diamond from him, but I just have to acknowledge a diamond. Um, okay. Okay. I think that month is April, I think, for birthstone. So I don't know if there's a birthday. I have anniversary a daughter. Or anniversary. Yeah. Okay. My daughter's birthday. So acknowledging. 
All right, so he's acknowledging your daughter. Um, I feel like he wants to work closely with her. She's got some of her own stuff going on right now, so her energy is shifting a lot. Um, this is going to be – so for you, this is a year for you to be at peace with who you are and to, to not feel like you have to do so much for others. Part of that means for your daughter, this is going to be a year where she figures out what all she needs to do for herself. So I don't just necessarily mean that in with work, but I just mean she needs to find out what makes her happy and what makes her feel passionate and what makes her feel mm-hmm. connected. So this is a year where she'll be figuring herself out. Um, and your job is, your dad shows me really sweetly, your job is, is kind of to sit back and observe what's going on around you this year. Okay. Now, who has the fiery temper? Does somebody have a fiery temper? Yeah, my sister. Okay, because <laughs> i got to acknowledge the person with the fiery temper. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so I think because Dad brought that up after I just got done telling you this is part of your year to observe, um, I, I think it's that also relates to your sister where it's, this isn't your year to engage in her drama this is your year to sit back and say, wow, that was quite a show. Yeah, it always is. Yeah, yeah. And so the more you can do that, the more peace you're going to bring to your life. This year, the really big word for you is peace, he says. So so whatever is peace. coming up for you, um, when people are asking you to do things or help them or work needs this, whatever it is, your, your first question for yourself is, um, will this bring peace into my life and how am I going to balance that? And so obviously not everything we do can bring peace into our life, but you need to start putting a higher value on your own personal peace, he says. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. I hope you Thank have a, you. That a wonderful holiday season. Yeah. You Great too. to connect thank with you. you. Yeah, thank you mm-hmm. for your call, Suzanne. You're welcome. Bye. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, we've got Hugh to talk to, so let me bring Hugh on the air. Hi, Hugh. Do you have a question for Michelle? Yes. I just love everything she's saying, and I wanted to interject something, too, because you were touching on war before the show even started, and there's an old indigenous um, saying, well, I tweaked it a little bit, but... is an indigenous woman talking to, a, I think, a white man. I'll just put it out that way. And she said, there's two wars raging in a man's heart. One is love and the other is hate. And the man says, which one wins? She said, the one you give the most attention to. So prayer is very powerful. And if we all pray in the right way, God will put the ego in check. And from this show, please, everybody keep praying for your co-host, Patricia Kirkman. And another thing I learned, too, is uh, sound is a very powerful energy for healing. So I'd like to have a comment on that. But most especially, I, you've had a couple of guests on that have talked about Valiant Thor. I don't know if Michelle's familiar with him, but he had a respect for who I resonate with, Jesus Christ. And Jesus is so misinterpreted, but he... I had a wonderful friend, the mentor, who said Jesus, in essence, gave two things on how people should live their life. Number one, put God first always. Secondly, love your neighbors yourself. I believe this planet is a school that we come to incarnate to learn love 
And as we learn it, we're then supposed to be a blessing to others, especially those who can't help themselves. And I, I can't fathom a God that with some of the religions in their dogma that would have me play some kind of stupid game that if I commit a sin, I'm going to burn in hellfires for eternity. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me a few million years to change my ways and let me come uh, Hugh, back. Do you and, have a question for Michelle? Yes. I just wanted to see if she has any knowledge of uh, uh, Valiant Thor and what he uh, has said about Jesus Christ. You know, actually, I do not. That is not someone that I'm familiar with. Um, but I will say this from the teachings that I have learned. Um, as far as Jesus goes and as far as God goes, the answer is always love. Um, that's always the answer. That's what it always comes down to. And so we might have been taught different things. We might have, um, we might, our human side of us might want to believe it's an eye for an eye or, you know, it's this for that. Um, but the spirit side says, even when I, human Michelle, might find someone I don't like, my soul still loves them. And our souls are a reflection of the divine. And so the answers are always going to be found in love and compassion for our fellow human beings as well as ourselves. Beautiful. That's what I was looking for. And thank you so much for saying that for everybody to hear. You're so welcome. Well, thank you for calling in, Hugh. So what Hugh was referring to also, Michelle, is Valiant Thor was supposedly an extraterrestrial from Venus who spent several years at the Pentagon uh, years ago. Mm. And there was a lot of confirmation about Valiant Thor, really, that he existed. And some say he still has a ship nearby and he's still involved with humans. So that was a show we did with Craig Campobasso uh, about a month and month and some weeks ago. So, anyways, that's what he was mm-hmm. asking about. So, I just wanted to let you know that was okay. That was a friend, Valiant Thor. Well, yeah, it's quite a story, I and that. I think it's true. I think it's absolutely true. I find it very believable. <laughs> I really do. I don't think I have. I, I mean, I think that we are surrounded by. Um, not just beings of light that aren't in bodies, but we, we, there, are, there is other life out there. There is other life. It is not just planet Earth. And I want to say that much like humanity, I believe the most of it is very good and probably coming here to help us. That's good to know. <laughs> We've heard a mm-hmm. lot of stories about both sides uh, coming into this planet and some wreaking havoc and, and some trying to help. So we were talking before we got on the air about some of the predictions we received from astrologers we've had on the show for December. Now, Jeff Harmon mm-hmm. stands out. He talked a lot about December. And, in fact, all three of the astrologers said pretty much the same thing, that December was going to usher in war. And they had very particular specifics to add to that. But you and I were talking about it, and you had a a lot of really interesting things to say. So I wanted to give you an opportunity to address that tonight. Yes, thank you. So obviously, um, I truly, I don't know anything about astrology. So my information just comes from um, the information that I'm getting from spirit, from the angels. And and so I will say, I feel like December 
has very high potential to be a time of war. But I want to be very clear about that. I don't necessarily feel like we're getting um, invaded by another army. I feel like it's a war within ourselves. And I feel like as we are looking around, we can already see here in America, we just had Thanksgiving. Some families weren't able to gather together because some people said, oh, you have to be vaccinated. And, and so, so there's, there is kind of war going on in a family level that we haven't seen really since the Civil War, where families are being divided and choosing and picking sides. So, so I, I do believe there's a time of war. I feel like it is the war within, the war where we are being asked to choose. What, what do you stand for and, and what, what do you really believe? War is not, the war within is not a bad thing if you are looking at it from all perspectives. So if you're actually saying, okay, I believe this, but someone says this, is this possible? So I have no problem with people questioning things. I just want them to be open-minded as to what that answer is and kind of what is the, what does all of the picture look like, not just one corner of it. Right. Yeah, well, we are reflecting back out what's happening at an internal level. And there is a lot of turmoil. It's been building and building and building, mm-hmm. and the vaccination issue is absolutely insane for a lot of reasons. And people fighting over it and, and finger-pointing, it's just, I've never seen anything like it. So it's its really sad that we can be manipulated it like is that. You know, yeah, and, this, you know, people have often talked about this, the the jar of the black ants and the red ants, and they're fine until somebody starts shaking the jar. Then they start attacking each other. So the question is, who's shaking the jar? And I think that's very appropriate, and people need to look at that before they they start in on their family members or neighbors or whatever. So, yeah, it's a critical time, a critical time in our country, I think. Yeah. Well, and and I would say one of the things that people think about, too, is a war strategy. What's the number one war strategy? Oh, you divide and you conquer, right? Mm-hmm. So as That's long right. as we are staying united um, with our family, with our friends, um, with doing, you know, what is working for us, as a, that's what's really important because there there, there isn't room um, – there isn't room with people you love to have division over things like this. And, and I think also because it's been so heated on both sides um, that it is a political topic, but there's always this part where you can go inside and you can say, what does my heart say? What does my heart say? Not what the CNN or Fox News or the newspaper say. What does my heart say? And, right. and I think there in our own wisdom within is where we can find very often the truth by feeling it, not necessarily by reading it or listening to it on a certain channel. Yes, I think that makes a lot of sense because we need to stay together because if we don't, it's going to be more chaos. And with more chaos comes more control by the other uh, powers that be because we're easier to control when we're in chaos. So being grounded, mm-hmm. being centered, uh, staying out of the chaos, I think is great. Great advice if we can do it. Yeah. I also do think there's part of this that on a soul level, it is growing pain, pains for planet Earth, right? Um, but yeah. I, I totally hold the feeling that we will come through it on the other end and we will come through it better than we were before. But 
it's because the answers that we need are truly within us, not outside of us, right? And so that's one thing spirit's really clear with me in so many situations and with so many of my clients. Michelle, nobody knows better for this person than this person. Nobody knows better for you than you. And so, so but when we go at that from a place of love um, and compassion and not what we've been told or what the news channel says, when you truly go at that with a pure heart, the answers become pretty clear. I think so. Yes, exactly. I mean, people should not be trusting the media, let's face it. It's <laughs> that that has has just gone downhill so far and so fast. Yeah, so what's left? We have lost trust in a lot of our institutions, our government, et cetera, and even our, our medical professionals. So it is the only avenue to take is to go inside. Yeah, and, and you know, that's where you're going to get more clear direction than when you're connecting to source, divine, God, whatever the word is you choose to call this beautiful being, right? Um, that's yeah. where the truth is. And, 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 and also I think that's where a lot of the right answers fall too. That's where you're going to find what's right for you and what works for you. And, and so I would just say one of the things, the war with, that we're seeing on the outside, the war with words, the political war, the, these other things that are happening, it is possible for those to be happening um, and you to not internalize that and turn that into your family, your friends, and your situation. It's, it is okay for someone to say, well, that's their story, but my story is, you know, whatever. I'm vaccinated. My friends are. My friends aren't. It doesn't matter. We can still be friends. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> it's time to get sane yeah, again. And so, so, yeah, so let's just, you know, the biggest thing is let's not find more reasons to divide us as humans. We, we don't need that. We need reasons to come together. And that's not by pointing fingers of you're this, you're a Democrat, I'm a Republican, you're this. You know, it's not about pointing fingers. It's about deciding that more important than finding things to fight over is that we, we realize we're actually all one human race. And we all come yes. from the same divine being. Yes, exactly. I saw a very moving video today. It was very short, but it was powerful. And it was a, a black man that just said, please, do not call me black. I am an American. And mm -hmm. do not call him white. He is an American. We are Americans. And it was just a, a really powerful statement that came from his heart. I thought, well, yeah, I like that. Again, that division, black against white and all this other stuff. And he blew that away with just this, uh, a couple of sentences. It was great. I love that. And I have a friend who says, I'm above being a Democrat or a Republican. I'm an American. <laughs> and I love yeah, that. Yeah, I'm an American. Yeah, yeah. it's again, it's right. where we come together. Yes. And I I'll always remember... This Cherokee medicine woman that I studied with, Dahani Thorner, used to say, where the great things will happen is in America. It will happen in this country. So that's great to be united. So let me go back to healing because that's another thing that you did with, you do, and you did with um, PK before you even started the show. And I thought you were absolutely right on when you talked about the nervous system issue. I thought that was Absolutely true. That's where it's all coming from. So how do you tune in to somebody, and what happens when you begin to do healing? 
Yeah, so um, for me personally, there's a few ways that you can do this. But what I do is I just start um, energetically feeling their body. So I'll stop, start at the top of the head. And then maybe I'll feel, oh, a thyroid issue. Or so, so, I'm, so I'm kind of scanning their body is what I would say. And as I feel it, I, basically I go in as a blank slate expecting nothing, and I let it tell me. So people, our bodies are always talking to us, right? Oh, I have a backache. Okay, did you hurt your back or is this an emotional ache or what is this? So I just kind of go in as a blank state, slate and start scanning their body to see what is talking to me. Well, as I was scanning um, PK, I didn't find any huge thing. Like I didn't find a mass and I didn't find now. That doesn't mean that people don't need to go to their doctor. I always say, go to your doctor, get the scans, get the test, whatever. I can only tell you what I'm feeling energetically. And energetically what I was feeling is her nervous system felt a little haywire to me or a little bit off. And it felt like these other problems she's having were spinning out from that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it made perfect now, sense with, when you said that. Yeah. And then with the healing energy that I do, I am a Reiki master, but I, I don't really call it Reiki because I, I feel a lot of angel energy in it. I say, I often say I work with the light. So the light as in God, just source divine. Um, so, so what I will do then is when I'm focusing on someone, I don't want to focus on, oh, this is wrong. This is bad. This hurts. I go into the area that's not feeling right energetically, bringing in the light. I remind it that it's, it's natural birthright is health. So here's the other thing we often forget. Our bodies are healing temples. They are always trying to heal. And so as we remind our body, our organs, our cells, our bones, whatever our issues we're having, that it's about healing. Like we came here to continue to heal and, and grow. We're giving it this energy that is helping amplify the health, the wholeness, the healing and then the other tip about really getting into the healing mode is what I find is when we can, as humans, align our body, mind, and spirit, that's where miracles happen. So we call them miracles on the human level. Spirit calls them happenings because they're like, it's not a miracle. If you would all just get into alignment, it would happen. You know what I mean? So <laughs> So I love we, that. When we are able to, yeah, so when we are able to have those moments where we are connected and in alignment, body, mind, and spirit, that is truly where that heavenly, divine, miraculous energy is able to enter and flow into our body. And, and then I the think next Hugh question. Said something about, mm-hmm. no, go ahead. Say, I think Hugh said something about sound bowls. And I love sound healing because literally what I see when I, because I do a lot of singing bowls and I have a, I do a sound and energy healing group with a, a friend of mine here in Phoenix. And what I see is when, when I'm looking at people, the, the tone, the sounds, they literally start to fracture some of that garbage off us. So I'd say often think of it as like mud that is dried. You know how it gets cracks in it and it can now fall away. I truly yes. believe that um, there's a lot of healing that can happen with sound. Yes, I do too. I think that's the wave of the future. Literally, I think sound and light are going to be the healing methods eventually. And we'll be able to let go of all of these other things that are so invasive and have multiple side effects. Not that emergency medicine is a problem, but 
when you go to treat chronic illness or cancer or things like that, it's a whole other thing. So it would be wonderful if we could we could use sound like the ancient Egyptians did. Uh, they used sound Indeed. and light. They found that, that heat killed cancer at 106 degrees. They knew that back then. So we still have a lot to learn, don't we? <laughs> we do. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we have so much to learn. I often say we're like the cavemen of the universe. We think we're so advanced. <laughs> and yet this planet at times still seems so, so far behind. We definitely are. Well, people are going to want to know how do they get a hold of you if they want you to work with them on healing or if they would like to have a reading. So what's the best way for people to do that? Yeah, the easiest way is through my website. It's Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Claire, C-L-A-R-E dot net. And you can go on there, see the services I offer. You can book right through there. So um, that's pretty much the easiest way to do it. But, you know, I love being able to help people because there are so many different things going on in this world and so many different challenges we face. But spirit always knows the best direction for you. So when you get that time to tune into it, it's such a beautiful gift. Well, it's wonderful. And now with the new technologies that we have, you can reach people all over the world. So. That's fantastic. So do you do individual healing sessions for people long distance? I do because it's just energy. I also do Zoom readings, right? So I, I have clients. I actually have clients all over the world. And um, and it's the same because it's energy. So there is not time and space with energy. So just like I can be reading for someone in the U.K. and connecting to their, their dad or their child or whoever they want to connect with, I can also be doing remote healing energy work on people too um, all around the world because spirit isn't worried about our time or place and location. They just know. They say, okay, Here's healing energy. We're focusing on this, and we're helping align this person to, you know, feel better or to reconnect or whatever this is that they need. So, yeah, you can do all of that remote and distant. Now, when you do a healing, you have your own guides, your own angels working with you. And does that form a nexus point with the person's own healing team? Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's a great way to um, put it. I, so some, sometimes I've heard people say it's like you're sending a ball of energy to them, but to me it feels instant. So I don't feel like when I'm working on someone, I'm sending it to them. To me, I'm in a place where we are all happening right here, right now. So even if you're on the other side of the living of the world, you're right here in my, in my room, and I'm working on you right now. So um, that's how I perceive the healing energy. And when you do a healing like that, do you have a time frame that you work with or you just work with the energy as long as it's viable? How do you know when when to stop? Um, you know what? I do it in sessions, so I don't go over an hour. Um, that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of – but a lot of times while I'm working on somebody with healing energy, I'll get information from loved ones who have transitioned from their life guides, from their angels. Um, they'll give me pointers. They'll give me tips. I'll – I'll come across, oh, this person had a knee replacement five years ago. I didn't know that. Um, So there's a lot that happens in one of those sessions where um, I tune into the energy of their body. I listen to what their body's telling me, but their spirit team is standing right there guiding me, and my spirit team is too. And so for me, it's not that I am am channeling 
spirit's healing energy is how I want to say that. So I'm the channel in those situations. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you've also had three near-death experiences, some really uh, amazing injuries that you've survived. So you also know what that's like. And, I mean, people don't know what it's like till they've been through it, you know, whether it's tremendous pain or some level of physical suffering. If they haven't had it themselves, they don't understand it. But you have been through this, so you know what it's like to be in pain. You know what mm-hmm. it's like to be in a long healing process. So was it your last near-death experience that you hit your head and you were in the hospital yes. and you missed your, your brain? That was, please tell the yes. audience about that. That was something else. Yes, it was. Uh, and so my last one, it, this is actually November 1st was my 10-year anniversary from it. So I um, was on a ladder in my kitchen, and it happened on 11-1-11. So for people who like numbers, there's a lot of ones. And I was up on this ladder in my kitchen. I was changing the candles in a, or the batteries in a battery-operated candle. And as I was up about 10 feet off the ground, I felt the ladder start to shift. And I said, oh, I just knew in my head, I said, oh, this is going to hurt. And the next thing I knew, I was literally ripped out of my body, not in a painful way, but in a fast way, spun around, and I was facing my body and the ladder suspended in the air. And I found myself Uh standing with three people. And I thought, um, I felt like I had known them my whole life. I felt like we knew each other really well, but I didn't recognize them. And there were two men and one lady, and, and one man was Hawaiian, One man was Asian and um, the lady was Egyptian. And I was standing there with the three of them. And they said to me, they said, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to stay or do you want to go? And I I was standing there looking at my body in the ladder. And I thought, this is amazing. I was not in any rush to decide. I felt like I had forever. I could feel that completeness and that love and that blissfulness of the heavenly realm. And I just kept standing there thinking, wow, my body's going to hit the floor in, in less than a second, and I have forever to decide what, you know, what do I want to do? And as I was standing there facing um, my body in the ladder, I saw this huge angel, not my guardian angel from my first near-death experience, but another beautiful angel come in. And when I saw this angel, I knew that this angel was going to be there to follow through with my decision. So I knew that if I chose to stay, this angel would make things work out so that I could stay. And I knew that if I was going home, this angel was whisking me home. Um, And so as I stood there, I all of a sudden saw my two younger kids. So I had three kids and my oldest was at school, but my two younger ones, five and eight, were in the house. And I saw them in the kitchen and I knew I needed to stay. And so as Mm. I made this decision, I was kind of downloaded or uploaded with a ton of information, and it was kind of, I don't believe I even remember it all to this day, but a lot of it was like, okay, Michelle, you know, I had been a stay-at-home mom up until that point, and they were like, yes, being a mom is a big part of your life. That's not the only thing you're here to do. You have to start sharing your gift and helping people in ways that only you can. So not that I'm the only medium, but I have my own way that I do it. And, and so I had, to, I had to be me, the unique me that I came here to be in. And so there were just multiple layers of information that came through. And, and I hit the floor. But I survived the fall by half of an inch. So, yes, I missed oh. my brainstem by half of an inch. And oh, that was so the difference of me 
staying or going. And and so because of that, after that, I I had lost my taste and my smell, part of my hearing, my equilibrium. I had lost a little bit of my vision and my hearing. Um, and yet I was able to come back with a heart full of gratitude that I got the opportunity to stay. That's wow. not of me. That's not human. That's a heavenly gift. Um, and is. because of oh that, though, it, yeah, it, it helped me to recover. It helped me to realize that actually all things are possible, that even in those moments where we think, oh, you must not be supported by the universe, look what happened to you, that actually wasn't the situation. I was more supported by the universe in that moment than I had ever realized you know, in my life. And I, and what I found out later is those three people I was standing with, those were my life guides. I didn't even have the word for life guide when I met them. I just thought they were these really nice people that knew me really well. But a few months later, it was <laughs> revealed to me they were my life guides. <laughs> oh, my God. So much packed into that one moment when you had to make a decision that you said lasted for so long. What an experience and led you to today. That's just amazing. Oh, my goodness. Wow. This is such a wonderful time to speak with you and have so many guests of ours, so many listeners be able to get some insight. I have a question for you. Um, We had Mm -hmm. Bill Stillman on the show. He was also a psychic medium a few weeks ago. And Bill is not the only one who said this to me, but he brought it back and reminded me, and he said, you had a UFO abduction experience. Now, I've heard that before. I don't remember any of it. So if you have any clues you can throw my way so that I can dredge up this memory, <laughs> I'd love it. Yes. But again, it's so, the kind of thing that I'm like, I don't know what kind of block is there, but go ahead. The block that's there is the block they put there. <laughs> That's what, That's what I thought. Those stickers. Yeah, it's the block <laughs> that they put there. Did he say anything to you about the age of seven to nine, or is there a connection to the age he said that, five, that happened five for you? To, you're, you're very close to what he said. Five to seven is what he said. Could have been seven to nine. Who knows? But yeah, he gave a two-year yeah, well, window. Would, I would say since since we both hit on that number seven, my guess is it's around age seven. Um, it also, to me, is very much in a mountainous or a mountain with a lake area. So I feel like it's mm-hmm. foresty or a, a lake in the area. Yep. Um, it also feels warm out. So I need to tell you when I tap into your energy with that, it feels warm. It feels like summertime, or, or, but it feels warmer, warmer weather. But, and I also want to say there's one other thing. I feel like you have someone else with you. I feel like there's a younger person with you, too, um, who has no memory of any of it either because they give me the number two, so I think there were two of you. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, and it's interesting, too, because what I, what I feel with you is I – so you don't remember the incident, but you have enough of the energy – that it makes you love doing what you do, where you're hungry for more, and you're like, oh, where's the connection here, right? Um, So on a human level, you don't remember it, but what I want to tell you, on a soul level and on an energy level, you do remember it. So someone can wipe your human mind. They can't wipe your soul. 
It doesn't work that Mm -hmm. way. So if this is something that you really want to look into or maybe have memories of, um, this is something that a soul regression would be very helpful for because this is about your soul remembers. People can't wipe your soul. Um, And so you would be able to tap into those memories in that way. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been told this. And it's so frustrating to go, shit, I can't remember any of it. So, But yeah. even Marianne, yeah. who you tapped into the last time you were here, she was the one that you instantly picked up on. You nailed her. I mean, you were talking about her um, having a very strong connection with extraterrestrials, which she did. She also was able to see in an unusual manner, and she always said, you know, I know you had an abduction because people who've had that, they vibrate differently, completely differently. Mm-hmm. And she said, and you do. So I know you had it happen. So anyways, you were about to say something. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel like um, it's interesting when I feel your energy around it. There's almost this part where you were kind of emotionally numb during it, so I don't feel like you were frightened. I don't feel like you were enjoying it. I just feel like you were emotionally numb. Mm-hmm. I would guess um, I would be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it was. Well, I would think for, for me, the human Michelle's like, oh, that could be terrifying. But that's not the energy I'm feeling around you. I feel like it was just an emotionally numb experience. But but mm-hmm. you were you definitely um, saw things and and that you had not seen before. So that's where that inquisitiveness about there's got to be more. What is this? It's there. Um, I do not feel like it would be crazy hard for you to remember. I just think you're trying to remember in your human mind and that's been blocked. But I feel like if you did it on a soul level, you would be able to connect. Well, I'm going to try that. That sounds very exciting. And I'll report back. Let everybody know what happened. I would love to know what happened. Here's here's the the key to that, though. You can't second guess what you're going to be shown, okay? So that's going to be a situation where you just sit down and you either talk into a voice recorder or you take notes um, and you just let it show you what it was. And then I would also say this. So sometimes when I'm working with um, clients, I will say, "I I just let me see or let me show it. I don't need to feel the feelings around it. So the first time, if that's something that you want to tap into, I would kind of put up those parameters and say, I don't, I don't want to feel the feelings. I don't want to feel numb or scared or excited. I just want to show me. Like I'm watching it on TV with no sound, um, you know, and it's just unfolding for me. So that would be the mm-hmm. way I would start to tap into it. And then as you got comfortable with that, if you decided, okay, now I want to feel what are my emotions or what did I smell, um, you know, then you can go into it even deeper. Yeah, so you could, like, build it in certain ways. So you start on the ground level with just watching and then build it from there. That sounds great. Yeah, because it's all in your soul. And, and that's just, that, those memories are there. That doesn't get wiped. <laughs> so I would say start with it. Do it also in a playful way. So I also say this to people who reach out to me and they're very desperate to connect with their loved one or desperate to get a sign. It's very hard to connect with spirit, soul, information on that level when we come at it like I need it now I'm so desperate I have to have it it kind of builds a wall but if we come at it with a playful energy like okay mom send me a sign today what is that going to look like and we can play with it then it's easier to connect because we don't have that heavy weight 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I know the desperation energy or, you know, being overly excited about it just makes it go further away, anything like that. But certainly this would be an interesting experiment to do. So I'm excited. I'm excited to try it, and I'll just try to keep centered as I do it and see what comes up. But it just makes me so angry that they put such a block on. So I'm like, that stinks. Those Bad stinkers that yeah. did that. Oh. But anyway. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they didn't. They blocked your human mind. They did not block your soul. So you're still going to get there. I'm excited. You'll have to, you will definitely have to report back kind of what you see oh, or feel or know. I definitely will. Are you kidding? I can't, I can't wait to have something to share. So, yes. Now, do you – here's another question because, again, people are asking me this via text message. Do you teach healing um, through Zoom classes or anything like that? People wanted to know. I can't have to ask that question before we end tonight. Yeah. I. You know what? I have not started teaching it during healing or during through Zoom. Um, I have been mentoring people one-on-one with mediumship and and all of that, but I am looking into how I would do classes with mediumship or healing and and what that would look like. Obviously, Zoom is the way to go. Um, I would just say this. In our mind, we overthink it, and we want to make it a lot harder than it is. Spirit doesn't make things complicated. Spirit simplifies. So if somebody says, it's going to take me three hours of meditation to get the answer, Spirit says, okay, we'll wait three hours. If you say, I need the answer in the next three minutes, Spirit says, okay, here's your answer, right? So um, I, I do not teach those classes as a class yet. I do it individually, uh, but I will definitely be looking into how I'm going to bring that in, maybe in 2022. Oh, that's great, Michelle. That sounds very, very, very exciting for people. Because I know I've had a lot of text messages asking that same question. So we've got to have you back again. This has been just another lovely evening well spent with you. So many blessings to you, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much. It has truly been an honor and a pleasure. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. You too, and same to everybody out there. We're going to still keep going. We've got some great shows coming up with Barbara Hanclaw, and after that, we have Marjorie and Carl Higdon. They are much sought-after guests, and they are coming back on the show to talk about what happened to Carl when he was abducted. A great story. Be sure to join us. And until then, see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural.